a fragrance of flowers, thankful for this job. Working with flowers was ideal for a young woman raised with hands in the soil, and arranging bouquets of all types and sizes gave me creative freedom. I reached for my work apron and removed it from the wall hook, noticing today's date on the wall calendar. Oh, how I dreaded the coming weekend. Tomorrow, October 22nd, would be my 23rd birthday. Instantly, my heart was tangled with memories of growing up in my family's sprawling farmhouse turned Amish bed and breakfast. Five birthdays away from Butterfly Meadows, I whispered, slipping the apron over my head. It felt like a lifetime ago. Everything okay, Mandy? Karen glanced up from a fresh shipment of coral-colored roses, her short, dark hair revealed the dangling silver earrings she liked to wear. Sitting down at the shop's computer, I checked on the latest FTD order and smiled over at Karen. Just feeling older, I said, rising to find the appropriate vase. Aren't we all? Karen wrapped three long-stemmed roses in green florist paper. By the way, Tom asked to meet with you before you leave today. Her husband was the one who'd hired me, but meticulous Karen ran the place. Okay, I'll check in with him, I said, noting the strange, flat tone of Karen's voice as I trimmed the thick stems on a few stargazer lilies. Hours later, I rose from the work stool and stretched. Through the window, I could see a teenage girl riding bareback in the meadow across from the rural shop, her hair flowing behind her like a golden waterfall in the breeze. It stirred up recollections of riding old Tulip, one of our faithful road horses, and later, my father's attempts to teach me to hitch her to the family carriage. I was just 10 years old that first time and real curious, so while I held the driving lines for him, I had asked what my name would have been if the Lord had seen fit to make me a boy. My father chuckled and gave me an indulgent look. He knew me well enough to humor me with an answer. Well, let's see. Ammon, it might have been, he said, twitching his eyebrows. I grimaced at the notion. Really, Dad? Ammon? His eyes twinkled. Ain't you glad you were born a girl? Real glad, I thought. And Airy May? I pressed. Oh, probably Aaron. Were you hoping for more boys then? I held my breath. He gave his big shoulders a shrug. Your mama and I supposed after four sons in a row, we might just get two more. I waited for him to add something, but Dat simply leaned down to kiss the top of my head. I'm glad we figured that wrong, Mandy Sue, he said with a grin. After all those boys, it was mighty goot to have daughters. Relieved, I beamed all the way back to the house. And later, while Aerie and I dusted and mopped the front room, I relayed Dat's comments and could tell she was pleased too. After Dat passed away due to a silo-filling accident, our world became a whole lot less carefree. I felt I'd lost the one adult I could turn to with any question, 
no matter how fanciful, and always find a patient, good-natured response, despite my tendency to create drama, as Mama sometimes put it. Perhaps too much drama for her liking. It was ever so hard to say goodbye to Dad. I poured out my heart in a note of loving farewell, and late that night, while his long body rested in the hand-built pine coffin, I snuck downstairs to the gas-lamp-lit front room and slid it under his heavy right arm when no one was around, trying not to cry. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done. The shatter of glass on the cement floor startled me, and I brushed off the cherished recollection and glanced over at Karen, who had never once dropped anything during the years I'd worked there. Her eyes were wide with embarrassment, and she shook her head as if to clear the clumsy cobwebs. What's bothering you?